Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the call center and contact center podcast. We try to give you some actionable items that you can take back to your call center to improve your agent quality, to improve the overall customer experience, and hopefully improve the culture and the, I don't know, should we say the fun of, uh, of coming to your contact center every day. My name is Tom Laird. I'm the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 500-seat call center outsourcer working with clients that have outsourced their customer service, inbound support, sales, digital marketing, um, social marketing, really anything that, any way that you can kind of talk to your customers or, or your customers can talk to you, um, that's where we can kind of come into play. All right. How's everybody doing? We are in week two of our uh, of our book launch, so pretty exciting. It's gone really, 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 really well. So anybody out there who has not uh, gotten a copy of more advice from a call center geek, I would highly recommend that you do. We're very proud of the of the book. I think it's going to help you in a lot of different avenues that maybe goes beyond what we're doing here on the podcast. And again, you can just you can find that on Amazon. Just Google more advice from a call center geek. Uh, the paperback is twelve ninety nine, and the Kindle version is three ninety nine or three forty nine, I believe. And then for Kindle Unlimited, it's free. So, um, if you have any of those uh, avenues or, or want that, want uh, to want to check that book out, I would I would highly recommend it. I'm also going to ask, as I do every single episode, please, 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 uh, whether it's the podcast or whether you have downloaded or read the book, please post your review. Reviews are kind of like gold in, in what we're doing here and you know they're very hard to come by. So if anybody can can please take the, the time out of their day to, to post something positive, uh, tell them, let me know what you like about this and, and why other people maybe should be listening to it, whether it's on the book on Amazon or, or this on maybe iTunes or wherever you're listening to, I would, I would really appreciate it. All right, so what are we going to talk about today? We're going to get kind of back into uh, into my wheelhouse a little bit, and I want to talk about kind of some of the pros and cons for those of you out there that are thinking about outsourcing. This is kind of a busy time of year for outsourcers. One, because the holidays are coming, so a lot of retail organizations are looking to, to kind of plus up, and they're kind of in mid-swing of, of beyond planning now but really the implementation of that and, and some of the training is starting to begin for that and a lot of people are starting to think of their 2020 budgets and and what they can do from the um from the call center side and the customer experience side from from there too whether they should invest in newer technologies or, or look to to kind of outsource so i want to you know we are an outsourcer 
Um, again, I'm not trying to do this as a <laughs> as a sales pitch, although it probably is going to come off a little bit like that. Um, I'm not going to do this to Expedia specific. We're going to just going to try to talk about most outsourcers and a lot of the things that you would get from from an outsourcer, whether you chose you know some in the U.S., somebody nearshore, somebody offshore. So, you know, let's let's talk about some of the things that that you need to kind of look at when if you're considering outsourcing. So the first thing that I would tell everybody and when we consult and a, a company's thinking of maybe outsourcing is to to understand what your priorities are. Right? So there's there's a lot of different avenues that this can go. And sometimes it's cost, sometimes it's the experience, sometimes it's the, the technology that can't be provided in-house from a budgetary standpoint. So you need to really find out what's important to you, what's important to your organization. Um, let's talk about cost, right? Because that's what everybody says when they they want to outsource. It's it's to save money, which could be good, right? Which saving money is good. I guess the, the question is at, at what cost? If you want to, to save money and you want to offshore, so a lot of people when they think of outsourcing, they're not thinking of, you know, kind of insourcing to the United States, right, or, or getting to a BPO that's a United States, you know, contact center. They think of the Philippines. They think of India. They think of um, even, you know, getting into the Middle East, getting into Pakistan now. Um, and all those kind of lower cost options that they are. They're, they're way lower cost. And we did a whole episode kind of on the uh, the cost of of where everything is around the world, and you know, you can go as low as as three, four, five, six dollars an hour um, with an India or a Filipino call center. You can, you know, be in that you know nine, ten, eleven dollar an hour range too. Um, if you wanted to go near shore, there's a ton of really good near shore options with with uh, you know really having English as their their native language. You know, when you talk about things like Belize and you know those type of other you know South South American comp- South American countries um, that that can do a really good job, and you know you can be in that thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen dollar an hour range. So if you if you think about that, right, um, with some of those centers, you know if you are living in a in a big city, so you're in a DC, a Chicago, a, a New York, and an LA, you know, God forbid you're in San Francisco, right, <laughs> with the the cost of of how much it would be for even for your your just your reps, right? So, you know, a lot of the US-based internal call centers, you know, you're dealing with a lot of minimum wage issues. You're dealing with a lot of um, cost factors, you know, how th- the cost of even parking, the cost for your reps to get to work, to use the train. You know, that can drive things up to where it's it's 18, 19, 20 dollars an hour to just pay an associate sitting in your internal call center. And this is before you're talking about technology and minutes and QA and supervising and programming and leasing space and, and kind of going through all that. So, you know, this is a, it's a kind of a bigger issue, I think, for for some of those bigger city, you know, larger type call centers that are internal, that, that are looking for an option, that one that will probably lower your cost. And I'll tell you what, even if you if you use a, an Expedia or you use one of these kind of a, a a contact center that is not in the big cities, right? So we're in Erie, Pennsylvania, which is a you know it's it's about four hundred thousand people in our in our county that we're pulling from. If you want to look at you know, even even the mid tier cities like Omaha, 
um, you know, moving out other Midwestern type cities that are that are a little bit smaller, you know, we can pay our guys, you know, in that ten, eleven, twelve dollar an hour range, which is a, a good rate and a good wage for for the economies that we're working in because the the cost of living is so much lower. So, cost is one factor, right, that you can kind of look at, and I think it's a big factor, especially for again some of you, you know, big city type uh, type call centers and organizations. But I will tell you right now, I think the number one reason to outsource, in my opinion, um, beyond cost to is the technology that you can provide, right? So you have to ask yourself, you know, what, what do your customers want? You know, do you need to be you know, multi or omni-channel, right? Voice, chat, email, SMS, digital. Do you need all that, right? And if you do, what is the cost of that, or, or do you have that, that that capability? Do you have a fully integrated CRM platform? Are you using advanced speech analytics? Are you using some advanced routing techniques that are that have AI AI capabilities? Do you have forecasting and, and, and workforce optimization software? Do you have the expertise in your organization? Right. So a lot of you. You have a call center, but you, your company does a service, or they make a, a widget, right? And you're really good at making widget widgets or, or doing this particular service, but do you have the expertise internally to really run a call center? And that's a question that, that a lot of, you know, when we do consulting that we ask, and, and do you want to pay to bring in that expertise internally to make sure that your call center is being run properly? You know, then moving on to, to newer technologies too, like you have chatbot and texting AI capabilities, you know, all those kind of newer technologies that are that are coming down the road. Are you willing to constantly be investing in your call center? And if the answer is no, right, or if the answer is, you know, we we have a, a, a minimum standard that we have here, that minimum standard is going to keep moving on down the road, especially with the technology that's out there right now. So what I would say is, you know, you may want to start at least looking, you know, for for some really cool centers that are that are out there. Now, there, there are cons to outsourcing, and I'm not going to say there's a specific, you know, negative aspect of it other than, you know, the, the big obvious one that is choosing the, the wrong call center. And that's a big scary thing for people, right? Because, if again, if you don't know the call center industry, if you don't know who's good or what's not, there is a trepidation that we find of people saying, you know, I'd rather kind of screw up with what I know, right? So like your internal center you know is not perfect, but you're petrified to go outside because you've heard the horror stories of the really bad call center and what they can do to your customers. And I will tell you that a lot of those stories are true. There are some horrific contact centers that are out there. Um, even the ones that, that you have heard of, right, uh, they might not be the right fit for you. So again, you got to find the right fit for your organization. You got to do your due diligence. I would highly recommend um, that you don't do it on your own. There are a lot of brokers, call center brokers that are out there um, that can help you. That can help guide you towards 
really good high-end centers that they place business in, that they know are going to do a good job, that they know are going to give you the quality, have the technology that you need. So basically with those guys, you kind of just give them the criteria that you want. So you need this type of technology. You need you know, service between these hours, this type of associate. I need bilingual reps, just English-speaking reps. You know, Just kind of give them the full criteria of, of what type of center you're looking for. And they'll go out and do a lot of the work for you. And they'll, they'll, they'll kind of know almost right off the top of their head what, what type of centers are going to work for you. Um, and and they'll, they'll pitch them, right? And then you'll be able to kind of drill down to three or four centers that if you want to do an RFP to, um, you can and go through that whole process. Or you can make it a little bit tighter and, and just kind of have those, those top three call centers that are recommended by your broker. The cool thing is, 99.9% of all brokers you're not going to pay for, right? We kind of do that on the call center side. Um, so you know, I would highly recommend that. If you ever have a question about going nearshore, offshore, and you want to ask me, I'm more than happy to try to help you kind of guide you through some of that uh, some of that process as well. Um, to be honest, I'll probably recommend you to a couple of really good brokers that even know a little bit more, especially on the offshore side of, of what center, since we are you know solely USA-based. If you want to talk to me about USA call centers, I can I can probably help you out there as well. But um, I, I did a full podcast on you know some of the things to look for when you're outsourcing, but I just want to kind of run through those really quick just to kind of keep them in the kind of the head the back of your mind, right? Make sure that you're picking when you're doing this this process or when you're thinking of, of call centers is what's the proper size, right? So if you have a 20 seat program, you don't want to put it into a, a call center that's going to have a thousand seats. You know, we recommend, you know, I like to say that if you have a program, it should be at least 5%. You know, I'll go down a little bit lower than that, but it needs to be percentage points um, of the internal of the whole center, right? So if you're if you're 5 to 10% of that center's um, program seats, you're going to have a, a little bit of a priority when it comes to how it's staffed, how it's managed. If you are 0. 0.00000001 um, of that center's um, total seats, then you're not going to get that feel. Um, you're not going to get what you need. So that's really important. Number two is the track record of the management or the center, making sure that you're choosing the right center that's that's for what you need, right? So if you are a technology company, there's really good call centers that, that are in the, the technology space that are in tier one, tier two, tier three support when it comes to tech. You know, th- those are the kind of call centers that you're going to look for. Um, the big thing that people don't think about is the client support method. You know, I would ask in any RFP, you're going to need dedicated support. That doesn't mean that it's just to- solely dedicated to you, but that means you're going to have one point of contact at that organization for any kind of need that you want. You don't want to have to call IT. You don't want to have to call production. You don't want to have to ha- call the QA or the reporting area if you have any issues in those areas. You want to make sure that you just have one person to do that. Proper technology is, is huge. And again, a lot of you don't even know. You know, some of you do, some of you are, are really into the technology piece, but some of you don't even really know the what's coming down the road or what technology pieces maybe you don't even know that you, you would like. Um, so making sure that you have a forward-based thinking company um, that can, that can kind of help you guide that, uh, that piece of it as well. When you talk about, and when we talk about onshore, nearshore, offshore, you got to understand what your customers are willing to accept, right? And I think people make the mistake of thinking solely cost benefits, right? And not thinking of what what are the levels that my customers can accept? You know, can I go offshore, right? Can I 
can I afford to pay that cheap of a price, if that makes sense? Am I going to lose my customers because I'm doing that? Or is is there just some really quick things that I think that an offshore center can handle um, that, you know, aren't too much, aren't too in-depth? And I have a customer base that, that can handle that. If you are dealing with things that are, are more in-depth, people's money, financial, those types of things, I would tell you to keep it onshore. And, you know, you're going to pay less in the long run. You might pay a little bit more with the call center, right? But you're going to pay less with, with the, the customers that you're going to retain from from having a, a high-end customer experience. So, you know, are you able to dedicate the time in your center? I guess that's the, the bottom line of all of this. You know, when it comes to technology, when it comes to QA, when it comes to um, having the the skill level in your in your center, and if the answer is yes, then you know that's awesome. Then you don't need to outsource anything. If you guys have taken a, that as a priority in your internal center, if you have not, if you think you're kind of willy nillying it, all right, I would tell you to go look. It's not going to hurt you to to kind of venture out, even to do a, a champion challenger. Right, a lot of call centers will take. Let's say you you know for the sake of argument, you have thirty seats, and they'll they'll take ten seats for a couple months. And you can compare apples to apples to see if they're doing a really good job or not. And if not, then you pull that volume back to your internal center and you go. But if they are and you see that it's cost effective, the technology is there, the experience is better, then, then you can uh, you know, make that move to, to that, that external call center. Um, you have to make sure that you, know, you have the, the training capabilities as well internally. Right, that you're constantly trying to improve that experience. And that goes again with the, you know, do you have the right people know, for your skill set, for your call center. Um, and if not, that's, a, that's another reason to kind of look to, to outsource. The last piece of this too that, that can be a little bit scary that I want to put some people's mind at ease is, is the security aspect. That's probably the number one, I don't know, thing that lags a, a, a client, right? When they, they start to want to outsource, but then there's so much security that sometimes it overwhelms them. This is a big piece of choosing the right center. I would tell you that most high-end centers, especially U.S., and, and, and I'm going to say nearshore and offshore too, um, that that have been doing this for a long time, you know, PCI compliance is no longer something that should be like said, oh, hey, we're PCI compliant. That, that's, a, that's the first step, right? You have to have that. Um, you know, SOC 2 compliance, all those types of things, you're going to find that a lot of the call centers probably have a higher security level than, than you do. Like even look at Expedia at my call center. You know, does your center have allow cell phones on the floor? Well, we don't. Just those zero cell phones are allowed on our call center floor. We're totally paperless within with what a client wants, right? So some clients, you know, they tell us, hey, you have to have this. But for our policy internally on our own, we're totally paperless. So there's no pens, no pencils in the booth. Um, everybody's swipe and swipe out. There's cameras everywhere. Like, do you have that infrastructure, right? Do you have those policies? And if not, some, a lot of the call centers do. So again, I would tell you to, you know, reach out to me if you have any questions on, on any type of outsourcing. I'm not saying to come to us. I can help you, you know, go down the road. If you're looking to go near shore offshore, um, just to give you some names or even to give you some brokers that, that may be helpful, um, as well. Um, if you're looking to upgrade your technology, right? So if you say, hey, Tom, I want to keep my, uh, 
I don't really want to outsource anything, but you know what? What you're saying is making a lot of sense with the technology piece. We need to maybe move to the cloud, or we want to look at speech analytics. We want to look at some of this stuff. You know, let me know on that too. I can kind of at least guide you or give you some names and, and try to help you down that road too. Again, I'm just trying to help here. I'm not trying to make any money. Um, you know, some <laughs> I I can get a lot of emails and a lot of people who have asked been asking for for stuff, and it's awesome. I that's why I'm doing this. So again, if you guys have any questions on on any of this stuff. You know, from the call center side, from the outsourcing side, from from any technologies that you think you know, you're going to need in, in your center, um, the, the training piece, any of that stuff that that I can I can help you with, please uh, please don't hesitate to reach out. Again, you guys can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, my email is tlaird at expedia.net, E-X-P-I-V-I-A.net. Um, so that's kind of what I wanted to discuss today. Kind of back to my roots a little bit. You know, talk about the outsourcing piece. I know a lot of you guys are. are I've been getting emails on it. Um, you know, because it's that time of year when you're you're planning 2020. You're planning to execute your end of year strategy here too with some of your retail guys that are looking to beef up. So if there's anything I can do to help with with that or give you some names of some some centers around the around the world, I'm more than happy to do that as well. All right, guys, thank you uh, so much again. Take a second. Please post a review. If you've gotten this far, that means you're somewhat interested. (laughs) So I'd love a review. Um, I will talk to all you guys next week. Bye.